Are we starting? I don't see Craig. Don't use Craig anymore. <laughs> oh. You get rid of special guests. You get rid of Craig. I see how you were. Craig obviously wasn't funny enough. I have you not got rid of him. I've not used Craig in a while. Is this the start? We're not going to do the open? I'm going to when you stop talking. It may never happen. <laughs> have you noticed my silence? I'm trying to give myself a space so that I know where to slice the video. You mean you're cutting this out? Maybe put this at the end. Or maybe put it in the beginning. It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to Gar. Gar. According to Gar, you are listening to GarCast episode number 217. I am Gar, and with me as always is the Garfather. Gar! How are you, my brother? Great. How are you? I'm great. I'll apologize in advance for my audio, but some might be excited because that means I'm out on the street, roaming around, trying uh, to get into trouble. Garfather it's on not, the street. I shouldn't say on the street. I'm, uh, I'm more of a uh, in the wild. We'll say Garfather in the wild. You doing the golf courses over there, or are you just walking around beautiful Montauk? Oh, well, I'll, I'll share with everyone as I pass things. I just got attacked by a family of deer. Oh, I thought the mother nice. was going to pounce on me. Ah, we had a know, full stare down as I walked by. It's the end of the summer. It's time for pouncing. Is it? Oh, okay. the teacher teachers are not happy anymore. It's all coming to an end, my oh, friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're all we're all aware, very well aware of that. Yeah, I wasn't sure I... Uh, I was going to be able to record today. I am still still uh, wiped out from uh, the emotional road roller coaster of our preseason soccer episode with special guests leading right into a busy Premier League weekend. I'm whipped. I'm trying to get ready for uh, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. It's been a wild weekend. Um, before I progress any further, I do have to announce we have a special guest this week. Um, welcome to the show, Den Bob. Den Bob. Thank you for having me on the show. I, uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, I missed you guys the last couple of weeks, but uh, what I missed more was not being able to interact with your outstanding special guest. We had quite a lineup a couple of weeks. You've been busy? I, I, I know. Uh, and last week we just figured because it was soccer, we didn't want to bore you with that. Although we didn't really talk, I mean, we talked soccer, but it was, I think, I think, I think we kept it interesting. Absolutely. We try. You know? By the way, very attractive runner just went by me. Um, I almost said it out loud and realized she wasn't wearing any headphones, but oh. I had to let her. I feel like a little bit. when you see the runners, it's very rare you see a unattractive runner. Well, this one was not unattractive. We're, we're, we're you know, people typically in decent shape. Um, yeah, but then you get the people who are just starting the running program. I, I disagree. I, no, I, I was going to disagree. A lot of unattractive. Yeah, I see a lot of ugly people after running, and I commend them. I see ugly people, but you know, yeah, like Mike said, I commend them, so I'm all in. 
Will you wave oh. to them regardless of how they look? Me? Now, I wave yeah. to everybody. We, I think everybody we've established regardless. that. Walkers, my, runners. My, my, yeah, I actually, uh, I, she came up from behind me. Mm. That was, was so sudden. So, you know, she passed me because I'm walking because I'm freaking lame. Literally lame. Um, so startled me. I was talking to you guys and all of a sudden I heard the footsteps. I couldn't hear them as well because I'm talking yeah, to you guys. Yeah. And all of so, a sudden she was passing me and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where so, are you walking? Is it a trail, a street, sidewalk? I uh, just was coming up the street um, off of uh, by the Montauk. So I'm, I'm street. This should be a full street walk. When, when you walk on the side, when you walk on trails, are you conscious to stay to the right if you're walking? Or do you take up the whole thing? No, the trails, especially now that I'm a lame walker, yep. I'm definitely tucking it in you know, to the right, letting people pass <laughs> to the left. Normally, back in the day, I was doing all the passing. And when um, you were doing the passing back in the day, would you would you alert the people that you were passing with an on your left? No, 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 no. Because I'm not. You just like, throttle them. If I was on a bicycle, I would do that because you're you're flying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, if if they were blocking the middle of the trail, like you said, people do, I would give them an old uh, excuse me. You know, coming through. Yeah, I would it's try something. to give a, a forewarning just not to startle them. Like when I'm running, if I'm running and someone's running ahead of me, I'm actually running faster than them, which doesn't happen that often anymore. I make sure I kick rocks or stuff like that, make yeah, a noise yeah, so they I know I'm say, coming. I'll do the oops accidental like sneaker scrape. You yep, know, that always. Move. Yep. Yeah, that's a good move. Because I don't like to start. Nice I don't like to be myself startled um, while running. Uh, it's happened, right? You get <laughs> like, holy shit, that person oh, scared yeah. the crap out of me. Well, just now, she, she kind of startled me. I thought the yeah. gear was tracking me down. And that's why you used the on your left. She didn't use a foot scrape. She should have used a foot scrape, but you might not have heard well, it if she did because yeah. you got the See, headphones now, on. Yeah, and she also, I wouldn't hurt it, right? She also passed me on my right because we are walking into traffic, right? So we're on a street. So mm -hmm. I'm hugging the left side of the road. So she had to pass me on the right. Lots of etiquette going on. So you're in Montauk, right? Yes, sir. Yep. So we spent the day in Montauk last week. It was oh, get a out of town. It was a commando you got to get out of vacation. Town. Yeah. It commando was a, vacation? What is that? I don't, we, we, I don't know if I want to know about this. Well, we went no one one the whole trip. <laughs> we went from Friday to Saturday. Colleen was able to get a room that would fit all five of us, and uh, we left on Friday morning and left Saturday night, and jam packed pretty much every activity that you could do in Montauk in 24 hours. I was no, exhausted when I was done. I was here. I was here. You didn't. I, I, you know what? Almost every activity meeting up with you did not find its way in. Although Where I would have loved stay? it. We stayed at the, uh, it was called the Montauk Sound View Inn. Oh, yeah, sure. So that was really great. It had a uh, two bedrooms and, and like a suite. So that was really nice. Did you go to yep. Tony's or John's for breakfast? Is that, is that, that the name of them, Tony and John? No. It's Anthony's and Anthony's Pancake House. And well, the other Tony's close to yet. Anthony. <laughs> it's Anthony. We, it's not Tony. We actually go to Bird on the Roof. Oh, we, we've gone to so we haven't been to Montauk in maybe three years or four years, right. but we used to go every single year. Right. And um, so Nancy's cousin know, had brunch at Bird on the Roof on Monday morning and raved about it. Well, they really upgraded the place from three or four years ago. Yeah, I they mean, went bougie. They went, a, they went a little bougie. Very bougie. It used to be country. Now it's bouge. That's yep. Montauk for you. They're trying to uh, they're trying to get a little yuppie. 
So one thing we did when I, that I never did before, we went when we arrived on Friday, um, we went to the puff and putt. The, oh, you never did that? Well, I never did the puff. I did the putt. I, I never did the puff. Oh, you went on a sailboat or you didn't yes. need smoke weed? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you so you, we you went rented one of the guys. Nice. They they have like you know they have kayaks. They, yeah, Matthew, Matthew and Chris that. obviously wanted to do the kayak, so I said, "Oh, you know, I went there and I'm like, it was a little windy on on Friday, so I said, you know, I was like, can can we do a sailboat? And they're like, beginners only. I was like, well, I'm even less than a beginner, and uh, she's like, well, and she started, and I'm like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. We'll get a paddleboard. I you know I don't need to be you know upside down in in some Hobie cat. Yeah, if you don't know how to sail. It can get treacherous. So the guy, the owner of the place is like, I'll go out with you. It's a great what? day to sail. And I was like, <sighs> who's better than me? So Colleen, the, the owner, Joe, and myself got on a Hobie cat and we sailed around this lake like pros. That's very awesome. difficult. That's very awesome. difficult. And, you know, I was chatting it up with Joe and I think he hated me by the end. I was using my, I had corny jokes, you know, he said, you know, he, we would just have business. How do you like this? I really appreciate you showing me. And I think I'm great. You know, was he hitting Um, on Colleen? He kept saying how good he was at sailing. Right. And he's like, here, switch sides, switch sides. He never said anything to me. You know, he's yeah. just like, whatever. I, it was um, my I'm turn to sail, and he just sat yeah, there. You, you fall off, and they just keep going into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so Puff and Putt, he was great. Oh, so the one was the disaster thing that I said, and I knew I shouldn't say it. I knew it. Oh, he was boy. talking about how he has another business in addition to Puff and Putt. Right, he's laundering uh, his money through Puff and Putt. He, uh, it's a porta potty business. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's saying how busy dad is and he's got to get going on that because he's got all the events. And I said it and I knew I shouldn't say it because he probably hears it every time he tells somebody. And I'm like, oh, that must be a shitty situation sometimes. No. Oh, and I was like, I, it was too corny, just too much. Yeah, you almost myself. Had, you had to, though. I had to, but I, 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 I could just see him like, you're an ass. I could yeah, just well, see it in his face. In his son, he looked, he, looked at, he looked at Colleen and rolled his eyes. She rolled her eyes back at him. They had a, <laughs> they had it connected, but he was great. So he took us around, and then like after a half, we got it for an hour. Very reasonable, sixty bucks for an hour. That's uh, good. And then, and then after that, like after a half hour, I was like, you know, Matthew and Chris would love this, and they were on the kayak. And I was like, how do you feel about switching? Do you mind? I was like, no <laughs> big deal if you don't. He's like, you got it, no problem. So it was awesome. I took care of it at the end. It's funny because we said to the kids, is there anything you've never done in Montauk that you want to do? Because we come out here every year. Nobody mentioned that. Maybe I'll throw that out there. It was just great. And, and you know, if you could get the guy to do it with you, and his kid will do it with you too. So I, I think they're very open to it. And the idea is they teach you how to do it, and then you're going to come back and do it on your own. Yeah, sure, sure, so sure. They, my, they, choice, my choice for doing something I had never done and nobody wants to go with me and they think it's weird if I go alone, is uh, horseback riding. Hmm. Oh, that is the best. You know what? I didn't do that. And I would, we can't really do it in the summer. It's just too hot. It's really just not fair. To well, they have the beach ride, and it's kind of overcast and cool today. I'm thinking about it. I've done the beach ride, yeah. like, I'll say 25 years ago, and it is one of my favorite things ever in hmm, my yeah. talk. So I think I might just you mentioned that. I'd I like to go back family. there in October. Do it yeah. in October, November. Not bad I mean, too. It was a, it was a hundred fifty bucks. It said for the for the for an adult. Nice. I'd be willing to do that. 
Well worth it. Okay. Well, worth there's it. a dog. I got a dog approaching me. Uh-oh. Alone or on a leash? Oh, wait, no, I hear an owner. No, no leash. Oh. It's greedy. Oh, hi, buddy. Looks like Bo. It's following me now. Just came to the edge of his driveway. Uh, yeah. Stopped at his mailbox. Not pursuing me. Not pursuing me. I'm okay. okay. <sighs> Close call. You never know. We tried no, to get dinner at the inlet. The wait oh. was like an hour. We had dinner at the inlet last night. But you could Amazing. sit outside and play cornhole and watch the sunset at the inlet. Yeah, we waited the hour. Yeah, it actually took an it. hour. And, it took an hour and fifteen. You you kind of go there expecting at least an hour at the inlet. Yeah, we had a party of ten, so we knew we were gonna. But they they accommodated us. They had one table of four adults, so we put the six kids at yeah. the other table. When Christine did the oh, sweet sixteens, awesome. they did the inlet with all the girls and the moms and. Uh, it was not even, I don't know how long of a wait, but they just had a great night. It, they actually have now the downstairs bar where yeah. you can then go, you know, outside to, yep. the, to the beach. They have a waiting for your table menu. Oh, that's, that's what awesome. they call it. That's yeah. great because now you have a wait, but you're not really waiting. Like if you go to a restaurant and you're at the bar drinking, you're not really waiting. You don't count that in the wait. And we got the know. kids chicken fingers and stuff. That was good. Beautiful. Right, by the way. Yeah. The person I mentioned earlier who snuck up behind me yeah. somehow looped around and was just coming down the other side of the road at me, yeah. gave the wave, got a really nice smile back. Oh. A wave and a smile. Maybe she heard you say she was good looking. And yeah. that's how she reacted. It's fine. You know, it could have <laughs> gone the other way, but it didn't. Look so at Tim Bob looking, being, looking at his notes to see what he wants to cover today. Look at him. Well, I have a follow-up question. <laughs> the problem with giving up on the restaurant that you gave up on is you're on the edge of the earth and you're nothing yes. else. By the time you retreat, it's another 40 minutes. So what'd yep. you do? That is a great question because we knew we wanted to go to the inlet, but we didn't know whether uh, we didn't know whether we could accommodate the weight. So we actually had reservations at <laughs> the uh, – I guess it was called the Soundview Inn. Does that make sense? Is that it? Montauk Soundview Inn maybe? Uh, what, your hotel? Sound beat. No, that was the hotel. <laughs> I don't know. Sound beach in. So you had made reservations and went to the inlet. Tried the inlet first when we saw the way that it was bad. I was very against it because morally, I think like Colleen had every intention of canceling the reservation if the inlet was available, and I was just so against it. I thought it was so wrong that you would take a reservation and then cancel it knowingly to go to another restaurant. But uh, we didn't do the immoral act. And we went to the initial restaurant where we had the reservation, which was just like 15 minutes away. Good All question, right. though, Mike. That was fantastic. Yeah. Only 15 yeah, that's minutes the thing. from the inlet. Not too many places 15 minutes from the inlet. <laughs> it was probably 20. Yeah. Maybe 20. Yeah, maybe 20. But we, we scooped around. We scooped yeah. around. And then uh, we Montauk Downs. A little end with Montauk Downs and pizza and then a drive home. Nice. You golfed? We did. Me and Andrew golfed while Colleen shopped. And Matthew went home. Matthew did not participate in the golf. I don't know. I don't know. My neighbor Mike loves downs. He's like, it's one of his favorite courses. I am about to walk. I'm about to walk. I'm walking around it right now. Yeah. Beautiful course. Um, yeah, it was great. Difficult. Difficult. Well, sorry I didn't run into you. You know, I, uh, it, it would have been great. I would have loved it. But we just so jam-packed. It was no, just no, no. Glad you any logistics. That. He would have, you know what? He would have made a date with you, and then a reservation to go hang out with somebody else, and then would have, you know, we just stood you up to go hang out with somebody what else. Did, what did I do? Friday, I got here like four, and we just—I don't think we left. We just made a 
Did I go anywhere? No. I think we just had dinner at the house, and then Saturday, we went to the beach all day. Great. Yep. Yeah, we sat on the beach. It was nice. It was a good beach day. And how, uh, are you coming home this weekend or? Uh, Friday. That's great. Riley's great. birthday is Saturday. Happy birthday, Happy Riley. Birthday, Riley. Happy birthday, Riley. Amazing. But she wants she wants to be home for her birthday so she can hang out of with course. her friends. Understandable. Yeah, sure. Yep. She's a you know, okay. she's yeah. at, she gets Montauk all the time. Birthdays are around once a year. I'm thinking, you know, you should have a pajama party. We could maybe do a fishing trip in October. Huh? You know, get one of those charters, get five five or six Garnation people. I I would um yeah, once things Kind of settle down with the property out here. Got the things going to get figured out, but um, that is definitely in the cards for some time in the future. A boys' fishing trip. I'm down for that. They have they have great fishing trips. The captains there do an amazing job. Really. Yeah, I was supposed to go out tomorrow, and then we change it to this afternoon because the weather's always shifting. Mm-hmm. My dad and his friend, but now something's up. My dad can't make it out here, so we're not going. Would he, now? Would you take? Would he take his boat to you from? No, the his city? buddy has his buddy oh. has a boat out here. Okay. Perfect. That's a little yeah. bit of a trick. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long boat ride. Can be done. That's a long ride. So you get so, amazing last couple of weeks. I, I, I just think um, what now a if great you had job. to rank, if you had to rank the guests. Oh. If I had to rank the guests, I, now, now they were all outstanding. So we're we're gonna go in. You, you know, <laughs> you're ranking your strengths, right? Right. Uh, you, you know, let's make sure we know who they are in order of appearance, not ranking. We had yeah, Sunil, no. so, we had so, Guar, we had Neil, and we had Sumu. So go ahead. So I, I, these these would be my 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 ranking. Um, number one, I'm going to preface this with: you have the best listeners in the world, Gar. Truth. You've created this universe of amazing people. So anytime you allow one of these people in this honored spot, they're going to be fantastic. Second, the two of you interview so well and it's obvious you've had practice interviewing an imbecile for like three years now and you make me look okay so so you know you guys do a great job but if you're forcing me into a corner to pick and place them in order other than the order of your appearance and alphabetical order you realize somehow now you're going to piss people off right no, he's not. This is honest feedback. <laughs> no, this, this is honest feedback. I, I, I think Guar was awesome. Uh, he is just such a likable character, and he has this amazing energy. And and uh, I really, I felt like I wished I was on with him. So he's number um, four. Want to guess? He, or is they, he number I'm one? Going, I'm going top down. I'm oh, going top down. He's one. I should have gone forward back. That would have taken more planning. Oh, we could do backwards too. <laughs> you, already gave, to you already gave away the top spot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so, go so to the back of the go, book and read that right away? So then I'm going to go back down to four. I'm going to go back <laughs> down to four. And it's really just because I didn't know him and his soccer thing was Frazier. I, I don't really know him. I don't think he'd use a bad thing. Anything was Frazier. Good news. Frazier wasn't, wasn't here. So he wasn't the other the British show. guy. I don't even know who he was. Neil. Um, I, and, and he was great. It's not that he was bad. He was awesome. I just don't really you know. Can be, and, and, this is a, this is a, this is a, an elite group. So being fourth in this group is, is nothing to sneeze at. If you make the cut and get on this show, it is amazing. Right. So, you know, uh, I think Sumu is awesome. He came next. He was, uh, again, you know, you talk about likable characters. He's got this 
relaxed British energy. He just could talk, and I could just sit there and listen to him and relax and enjoy being and enjoy the show. So, yeah, see, you should they, give you should give soccer a try. I say that to Nancy all the time. I'm like, these British announcers, I could listen to them talk about anything. Yeah, it's so relaxing. Like and and yeah. American yeah, exactly. TV is smart because they hire British announcers to oh, do yeah. games. Yeah, NBC. NBC is yep. very smart about that. Yep. So yeah, I mean, and so, so that was just a great episode, and and then Sunil, Sunil, I enjoyed being on the show with him, and I have a lot of so so part of that is a little bit, I have a lot in common with Sunil, being that he has the financial background, and I was on the show with him, so immediately that True. made it a better show. So, yep. uh, um, but all four of them were amazing, and and I, I think you guys, kudos to you for getting other people involved. I think it's going to expand your listener base, and then. And mix it up a little bit. And you got to keep me on my game. I have to prepare. You see, I keep checking my notes. You know, yep. we got more guests coming, too, because we're going to have the big NFL kickoff show. And I guess probably about two weeks or three weeks, like the beginning of September, we'll have the big kickoff show. And um, Bosco, are you watching um, Hard Knocks? I, I saw the first episode and I, watched I the loved the one it. last night. Yeah. Uh, well, it just came out last night. So. Oh, OK. I got to go yep. grab it. I watched it on <laughs> Max. I loved it, and I, I, I now I love Aaron Rodgers. He was I, very, very likable that first episode. He's likable, and then, but his actions also back it up. I mean, he's doing everything right. He took the pay cut. He's coming to the Jets. Um, yeah, you know, just he, he's defending his coaches, and uh, you know, his actions oh, outside yeah, of the show are supporting the likability. Being a baby about that. <laughs> ah, he made the comment, and I think he was right. I like it. I uh, like it. Don't make, don't, don't make fun of my coach. Don't, don't point out that my coach sucked last year. Listen, yeah, the Broncos exactly. are a dysfunctional <laughs> organization. That's the problem. It wasn't his fault. Oh, I don't exactly. know about you that. You don't point out that another coach sucks. You, you don't. I, I don't know. Peyton, they asked him whether he thought, and he said it, this was a disaster last year, and it was. It was an absolute disaster. He was a horrible I he coach. said it was the the worst coaching job in NFL history, yeah. I believe is what he said. Yeah. I think uh, maybe McDaniels might be worse with what he did with Denver. And now he's doing it in Oakland, which I love. I mean, LA, I mean, sorry, where are they now? Vegas. Who can keep up uh, with the Raiders? The Belarus Raiders. Oh my God. But yeah, he's a, uh, he's another disaster of a coach, which we had, but no, I think, uh, fair, you know, I, I don't blame Rogers for defending his coach. I guess it was kind of yeah, a little no, bit he, babyish. Like don't talk about my coach. Don't Ellie put it had in your mouth, see. but whatever. He, he kind of was, I think, making a joke about it. Uh, yeah, and he was. Chris, Chris Rock and Will Smith. And he was <laughs> asked about tongue. it. He was asked yeah. about it. So, of course, yeah. he's got to respond to it. I don't think either one of them really give a shit since they all make so much effing yeah, money. He I would agree with want. that. I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> I don't think Hackett's offended. He's like, whatever. Still getting paid. Um, yeah. You know, their coach, I'm not sure. If, you know, it's, they, they're not really – it's it's so much about Rodgers that first episode. Like I don't, yeah. I still don't know if we have a great coach or not with the Jets. You know. So the second episode is a lot of. That's what I was hoping you guys saw it. I won't. No spoilers, but All right. a lot more of Salah. Okay. A lot of Salah. I really um, like him. I just I came out of yeah. that first episode going, I don't know if he's a great coach or not. No, no, I I don't think any Jet fan does know if he's a great coach. We don't know. Yeah. I think he's well, a great defensive coach, but I don't know if he's a whole team coach. I mean, I think he's been an honest coach. I mean, he, he call, certainly called out the quarterback last year when he wasn't doing a good job. And, and not that he had a choice. It was pretty obvious, but yeah. he did it. Um, he what, what do you think about that speech that he did about the crow? He gave this speech yeah. about yes. uh, for those, so, 
I got so much press that that story. It was weird. <laughs> so he gave the speech for those that haven't heard it uh, about how a crow is the only bird that will attack a bald eagle. And the method that they use is they, they, they jump on the bald eagle's back. And I really related to this story because that's how I fight. <laughs> I have to jump on my opponent's back and, like, put them in a headlock and punch the back of their head to avoid getting, you know, beaten because I'm so well, low. Well, the crow can't do a headlock because he doesn't have arms. But Correct. Right. So he just grabs on and pecks. He pecks on and his the neck. Eagle, the eagle, to defend itself from the crow, will soar higher and higher and higher to new heights where – he can handle the atmospheric pressure change and the crow can't and the crow eventually suffocates and dies and then sala he you know he equated the jets to the bald eagle soaring to higher heights and all the other football teams attacking their neck uh, i don't know where do you think he got it from? What do you think he was thinking? Do you think he uh, paid somebody? He, was he, he was he out at dinner one night saying, "Hey guys, you got a story? I got I got I got to hit the team up tomorrow." Do you think he has a speechwriter? I, I never heard that story before. He he probably thought he was in Philadelphia to start. I don't know why he would have ch- chosen an eagle, the mascot of of one of the teams down south of us. But um, probably a lot of thought, like as much. Um, as much preparation as you put into this show, he probably put into that speech. Right. He also could have heard it from some coach in the past. Yeah. He stole it. Could it be, his, it could be his high school coach or maybe his college right. coach. It was, it was kind of weird. I thought it was weird. I, I, I wasn't, uh, I mean, it was a nice story and stuff, but it was a little cliche for me. I agree with you, Gar. I picked out, why are you picking an Eagle? You yeah. already, eagle? you know who we should have asked? He should have asked Sunil. Sunil would have, have given Sunil him a in. great war story so, to tell open no, up the season. Are you aware that Sunil, you saw the first episode, that Sunil was contacted by the Jets, but he was not available that day. <sighs> he was originally supposed to do the spot at the end where Method Man gave the speech <laughs> to the team. That was supposed to be Sunil. That was supposed to be Sue? Yeah, so they had Method Man. He came in last minute, and he did that Bill Parcells quote. But Sue would have, would have been much better. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. So yeah, you know, usually the order is you go to Sunil first, then the Wu Tang Clan. That's yeah. how you go to next if you can't get Sunil <laughs> yes. on, the, on the speech circuit. That's what I do at least. So talking about wild animals, we we've talked about you. Sunil you, is you, not a wild animal. I can't believe you would say eagle. that. We Ken Bob, about please, please. Eagles, crows, and deer. You got attacked by a pack of deer this morning. Yeah. yeah. And by I'm the passing, way, I'm, Nick has been hit sorry. almost hit by deer. Like. Three times in the last two weeks on landing. But anyway. Dude, they are everywhere out here. We've been having Ryan drive us home because we can do that now. Yeah. yeah and like, whenever great. we go out. That is such she's, a milestone. Uh, she's like crying the whole drive, the, the few nights that we did it. There are deer everywhere. Somebody's yeah. got to get out here with a rifle and start taking these things out. So Crazy. Zoda. Zoda's son needs to get out there with his bow and arrow and kill him. Get out here, Zoda. So, so you tell that so you got to be careful with the deer. Where there's one, there's always two. So if Correct. one jumps out, you have to almost come to a stop because probably six out of ten times, a second deer is going to come shooting out after it. Yeah, so, yeah. Pack, for those of those listeners animals. that don't know that, I and, still, and, I still love listening to Louis C.K. talk about how he wishes the deer would die of AIDS and oh, oh my God, just one of the greatest clips ever i think i think that the kid being able to drive you is the 
next to last milestone in child development. What's the last so, one? Well, the last one would then be leaving and Empty getting nest. off the payroll. Okay. Moving it. out. That would be the final milestone. Got it. You know, so you have, you know, the, the, the first one is like rollover in the crib, um, which is a funny story. <laughs> Andrew, we were such, we, Colleen and I were such neurotic parents. Andrew was not rolling over uh, appropriately. I can't imagine you two being neurotic. I can't imagine like, it. He's not rolling over. You know, you got the book that says the stages of development. He's not rolling over. So we actually took a blanket and we'd like lift one end. So oh that like God. he had a rollover. We're like, see, roll over. And it, he would roll him back. And, and, and So you were teaching him by rolling him? Yes. Yes. We were giving him the experience as if he didn't think about it. Does he Obviously. know how to do it? Can he, <laughs> can he roll over now? <laughs> no, no, he's got this fear. He's got this fear of, of lying on his side. <laughs> of course. <laughs> if you put a blanket on the floor in front of him, he flips out. <laughs> he fell on the floor once. Colleen is hearing my side of the conversation right now. She could actually, she's close to being a special guest. Oh, man, oh, I can't God. wait to see a shoe come flying over. I have <laughs> dreamt of having her on the show. Oof, man. Uh, so do you, I, I want to get to a quick news item because this is huge news. Yeah, well, get it in. Maui wildfires. Did you guys see this? Like Maui burnt down. Yeah, but did and you, I have. Uh, did you see oh, what ahead, caused God. it? They don't know yet. I I just read online. It was Biden and Oprah using space lasers to intentionally set the blaze. Well, I don't like you mocking my fellow conspiracy theorists, dude. But it's in it's in the post today. I just read it. There is a theory that the elite, like Oprah and Jeff Bezos who are there to help everybody now and donating large sums of money, did this to get rid of the natives and the locals. And they're going to rebuild that place back the way they want it. I love the theory. it. That's, I like Watch that the theory. theory. There's yeah. a lot to that. Yeah. And there is a thing, like if you've ever been to Hawaii, as I have, I've casted from there. Um, the natives do not like tourism and tourists and stuff. There is a thing there. Like it's a, it's, Did it take yeah, out native so, native uh, Wait a minute, Colleen just chimed in. She said they loved us when we were there. She doesn't know what you're talking about. In Maui? Sailboats? She just, she just fired off, maybe it's you, and ran off. <laughs> well, she has hit and run. Doesn't she have that phrase on a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Maui is that was a hit job. I agree with that. So yeah, I think I definitely think that that was it. And they can blame it on global warming, probably. You know, they would never would have had a hurricane in the south churning up the right. winds had it not been no. for global warning. warming. There's never been a hurricane that, that passes below by uh never. Hawaii. No. And the, the weeds, the weeds have never been so dry. Well, did you see too? I don't think the trees burnt, which is really interesting, which makes me think lasers might be real. Well, it's true. That famous tree, the Banyan tree, whatever it is, did yeah. not burn down. Yeah, so strange. Hmm. Like like, huh? The tree of life? The tree of yeah, life. Yeah, the Avatar tree is fine. <laughs> and that's what the, the natives were trying to do when the fire was burning. They were jumping in the water, the way of the water. That's what they were trying to do oh, yeah, to God. find the Avatar people. I, I, so, yeah, I, that's very suspicious. I actually didn't see much. I mean, I knew about it and stuff, but I, today I was, when I read that article, it was the first time I actually saw like a whole entire, like, Development Dude, it looks like gone. Yeah, like boom, crazy. Colleen and has a friend who is actually in Maui during the fire. Oh my god! Like, yeah, they're trapped in the hotel room and looking out the window at at Inferno. 
a friend of ours. So many levels. Yeah. Is it out? A friend. Uh, I think there's some small ones still going on, but it's safe. But a friend of ours, uh, like best friend of my brother-in-law, but we're friends with Ryan as well. His, I haven't gotten the full story yet. His college-age daughter was there oh. on like a trip with friends. Amazing. And she was able to get out like the next two days later, she got onto a flight and got home. But I haven't heard her tale yet. But imagine that, knowing you're like 19-year-old is there during this. Wow. Oh, crazy. Camilleri's yeah. daughter, uh, her boyfriend lives in Hawaii. She met him at college. She was actually there a few months ago. Maui? Okay. I don't know if it's Maui or not. Like, Christine was, like, wondering if her boyfriend was okay or not. You know, there's a, bu- there's a bunch of islands, you know. Yeah, that's why I said. I'm like, it's not just one island. <laughs> yeah, my buddy wasn't even, you know, he's in Oahu. He was like, it's fine. Wow. He'd, Very tragic. Yeah. The other news story. Yeah. Which, for some, I'm, I was affected by. I shared it in the Discord. It bothers me because I think... When I first learned of this story and I saw the movie and everybody loves the movie and people got Academy Awards for it, I always felt a little uneasy about it. And I'm talking about the blind side. Yes. Did you see, like, all of a sudden, Michael Orr is faced with this? Like, he just realized this, that he was never adopted? This whole thing? going on? There's a lot of... And and they're also saying, too, though, he was trying to get sue them for money recently too so i i don't know which side to believe in this this is i'm i'm reserving judgment exactly it seems very complicated yes i think i i i hate it i hated it 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 just goes into this litigious society and everybody's got their hand out he was given a great opportunity he had got pulled out from the dregs of society and and you know what if the people that took care of him benefited because they made a movie out of it so be it big deal he benefited. Well, it wasn't just that, though, right? I mean, there's other elements of this, I guess, with him not being I don't, adopted. I, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm sure I, they I didn't gotta, adopt him thinking they were going to make a movie, but they might have thought that he'd play in the NFL. You know, who knows? I, they could have just well, been that was, I mean, that, they, It was touched on in the movie, you know? Like, certain people were like, right? They were like, oh, he's going to Ole Miss because he even went to the college they went to. Like, it was all weird. and Turned yeah. down bigger they, offers. They like, definitely groomed him in their likeness, but so yep. what? It was an opportunity, and, and he took it, and he benefited from it. Well, no, I agree that everybody everybody turned out all right. That's why, you know, and you never heard anything negative about it. He's been retired from the league now for years. He didn't, he actually but, didn't have a great NFL career. I, I, what do you mean? He only played a few years, right? Didn't he start to really oh. struggle a few years in? I'm pretty yeah, sure he did. No, he he was very good. He was an all pro. He won a Super Bowl. He was on the Ravens. Yeah, I know he was on the Ravens, but I don't. For some reason, I I remember him really starting to struggle to make teams um, after that run with the Ravens, which. But I could be wrong. Listen, like being uh, the fourth best guest on the Garcast. If you're in right. the NFL for a few years, no, you're doing. I'm not right. saying he's not a good ball player, but I think right. he was. I think he was struggling a little bit in the NFL after a, a few years. All right, he, he only did play eight seasons, so he must have had a little injury. Making me do research. Only eight. The average is like three. No, right, right, right. He was the starting right tackle when they won the Super Bowl. Which is not uh, the blind the, side. He, they moved him off the of the true. left tackle side. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, he's only 37 now. All right, you're onto something there, Gar. So maybe he's hurting for money. Yeah, he, he might be because he probably didn't have the crew. I mean, uh, who knows? It could be. I mean, these people could be terrible people and really just took advantage of somebody. 
to like as Zen Bob said, but they gave him an opportunity to actually grow up in a, in a normal house and, and actually get a path to the career that he had with the NFL. Yep. Um, he might be hurting for money because his career didn't go as long as he expected and maybe he didn't make smart investments. He probably didn't. It sounds like he didn't get any money in the movie or from the movie, which would be kind of sucky. Yep. Um, and that that should be easy to prove. Yeah, they, they, that, that is what he's claiming about the movie. Correct. But why didn't he, he complain nothing. about that? When the movie came out or. Well, that's what's always suspicious, right? Why now? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll have to follow this. We'll follow this. this, keep this everybody, is uh... Yeah. This is right up the Garcast alley for irrelevant news that we want to follow. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows that movie, man. What's her face? One like best actress, right? Yeah, no, it was a great was movie. Great. I felt she so good about job. that. After the movie, I went and looked him up on the NFL. I'm like, oh my God, there he is. He's on the Ravens. And you know, you're following his career. It was a great story, and he's ruining the story. He's ruining it right well, now. Well, maybe maybe the parents ruined it. I don't, I don't think know. they did. Maybe I would like to, uh, as I'm thinking about our NFL preview show, this, this could be a good topic, too. Maybe if we can get King Sean on, he might have a very strong opinion about this. I'd like to hear it. And Sandra Bullock played the mother, right? Yeah, she won she, the Academy Award. Apparently, she's getting, like, hate responses on Twitter or X or whatever you, you want to call she's it. Really now. The mom? Like she's really the mom. <laughs> that is funny. I love the internet. They crack me up. That is awesome. <laughs> character in the movie. Um, oh my God. That's awesome. Nobody's going to Tim McGraw concerts now. He was the dad, yeah. right? Was he the and dad? He, yes. No way. The country singer, Tim McGraw. He was the dad. I don't, I don't, I didn't realize that. And what about their little annoying son? Oh, who, who is I mean, that? you had the little, the little yeah. kid hanging yeah. out with Michael. I mean, the movie was well done. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was a very good movie. Um, yeah. I bet you even our, our friends over in the UK have seen it. Oh, make sure you get Sumo hooked up with... Uh, yeah, yeah, working on that. Well, right. As soon as he posted that, I, I sent him a, a DM and said, hey, get on here. You're in the friends and family group. Yeah, he said he watched... Uh, he can't find... Hard Knocks... Hard knocks for the first time last year and loved it. We're yeah. never, I mean, we're never going to make him love the NFL as much as he's made uh, me love Premier League, but at least it's something fun to watch. I just, you know, it's funny. My Facebook popped up uh, like a memory from 12 years ago, which was when the Jets were on. And I'm like, oh, just watched Hard Knocks for the first time with the boys. Coach, oh, has, nice. coach has quite the potty mouth. And I wrote, you. Ant- Anthony responded, so he sounds like mom or something like that. Which Oh, the brack. <laughs> that was really funny. Well, that's one thing about Salah this week. It's funny you say that. Try to he, he had quite the potty mouth this week. Oh, did he? I big, can't wait. big loves to use the F word. Oh. Which I guess in a football scenario is probably a pretty important word. I think if you're a coach, you have to use that word. Yeah, that's what people listen to and they respond to. And it's funny, the West coach for football, I think Nick when Nicholas was in J V. You're talking about Smithtown West? At Smithtown West. Got the it. coach was um, like a very, very devoted Catholic and would not curse or swear. And then when Nicholas moved to varsity, they brought in this new coach from Babylon and he was a mm-hmm. maniac. He was your typical like <laughs> F everything, throwing fans at the, you know, in, in the locker room and shit right. like that. Like he was insane. So a lot of the kids had lived through a real nice, quiet time at West. And then this maniac came in there and they were like, whoa. Uh, you, know, you guys, you, you've had kids play sports. At what age? 
start with you, Den Bob. I feel like you have an opinion on this. Is it okay to, or is it ever okay uh, to start coaching, cursing, yelling, and screaming um, at people that are under the age of eighteen? I would say, is it is it ever allowed? Should it be allowed? I, you know, I, allowed or frowned upon. I, I, I think. I, I don't know how impactful it is in this generation because it's not like they're afraid of you. It's not like they're trying to impress you. Uh, I, you'd be better off getting on their TikTok if you want to get through to them. So I, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I've coached for years for these boys up until they were, you know, seniors in high school. Never cursed at them. Um, on a very rare occasion, I would use a curse word and be like. And, and it would get their attention. We're like, you guys need to kick their fucking ass or something like that. Yeah, like you save it. Like once a season, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I got you. Get, get going. Let's go. We got to kick their ass. Like something like that yeah. just to kind of get them. But never cursed at them um, in any sport. You same way, yeah. Mike? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially since I only coached girls. Um, I think I would have been the same with boys at the same age. And I, I myself as an athlete, never responded well to negative coaching. Right. Um, cursing, you know, if it's a rallying cry, like, let's go kick their fuck Right. Out. You know, everybody can get pumped up for that. But, like, I, at least me, but everybody's different. I was more of a positive reinforcement, you know, person when it came to getting me to play better, getting yeah. me to try harder. I um, but I know other people, there's very successful coaches like a Bobby Knight. <laughs> you know, he's the extreme. Yeah. Um, that go the other way. So I, I'm you know, sure it did go, like, Parcells, all those guys, right? Yeah. It's different changing. psychologies. Um, yeah. I, I remember Anthony, you know, when he was playing soccer, starting to get into his older ages, maybe like middle school into high school, he, you know, he'd come off. He's like, dad, those kids, because he played defense and he's like, the kids are always talking crap, like saying like really nasty shit to me always. Like, you know, you're a dick, you suck and stuff oh, like really? that. And I used to tell him like, well, what do you do? He's like, I really don't even respond to them. But once in a while, if they really piss me off, I'll just say something stupid. Like, you know, yeah, I, your mom says I hi like or that. something like that. I'm more, I would, I probably, Sunil would probably have some stories. Definitely <laughs> became a bit of a trash talker. You did? On the rugby pitch a little bit. I was always like trying to get in the other guy's head. But I could see you kind of being a funny trash talker. Yeah, it wasn't like, you suck, dickhead. You know, like, it wasn't like that. Yes, I think I was more sarcastic and wise assery you know that kind of yeah, stuff yeah and you had guar behind you to back you up so oh what guar would do you know what guar is i was just gonna say in the trenches right so he was a prop you're coming in you're packing down right so it's the you all know what a rugby scrum looks like right yep. so he's he's in the front row so when they go down like the ref's like set and before the ball goes in he would like lick the face of the opposing prop <laughs> that was right up against him <laughs> that's what he would do that would never go down now <laughs> Just lick you. I yeah, right. That. He'd be kicked out of school now. <laughs> I have a buddy. So talk about modern day trash talk. His kid will, he, he plays on a hockey team, a competitive hockey team. He'll research his opponents like Instagram and, and Twitter accounts and then trash talk about the stuff that is relevant Whoa. to that particular that's, kid. That's next level. That's good work. That is, by the way, that is probably what goes on now. Next level. It's next level. I like that. I don't know. Sorry. I, you know, I was never a trash talker. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, listen, like anything else, there's too much of it. There's, you know, whatever. A little bit's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talking so, about trash talking, though, yesterday, just last bit on sport. Then I'll go to whatever you're going to say there, Den Bob, because I'm about to walk by it. 
there's a little, um, then Bob, do you know where the, you know, the pond that you were sailing in? Yes. Right. You've got that tall, that one tall condo building in town, the tower. Yes. So right behind the tower is a soccer field and there's a baseball field there, like across from the brewery. Right. So yesterday the girls and I got breakfast in town and then they wanted to eat it. I saw there was, there's like two picnic tables next to this soccer field. So we sit there. I, I mean, I'm becoming a bit of a soccer nut. I admit it. Um, <laughs> I watched for a half an hour, a nine V nine pickup game must've been, hold on. I keep my freaking headphones in. Must have been like, and I'm profiling like the people that were playing. It was a mix of, you know, South American guys from different countries. I would say some Haitians, some African dudes, nine V nine, small nets with goalies. Some of the greatest soccer I've ever seen. Really? It was unbelievable. Oh my God. I was like, I didn't want to leave. The kids were like, come on, dad. <laughs> was, my guess is that it was probably all these guys probably work in the restaurant business. Yeah, you know, don't have to be at work till like three o'clock, and they do this. I'm going to walk by again now and see if there's something going on. But it was awesome. These guys were great. I was like, these guys, as kids, must have been like legends somewhere. Like, it's just nobody scored. Like, no one could score a goal. But it was some of the greatest passing, and and, and they were like, you know, jawing at each other, but in a good way. They were self-refereeing. They were making their own calls. It was just wonderful. I loved it. And part of me wanted to jump out there, but I knew I would be completely embarrassed. <laughs> It's next, Have Mike. You seen the sixty minutes bit on AI playing soccer. They they no. created the robots to learn how to play soccer. Two v two. That's and scary. It is scary, and and so they basically just taught them the rules of the game, and then they play twenty four seven. These robots, uh, real, they're droids, so they could run and they fall and they can kick this this little you know bigger than a ping pong ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, and 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 then they show like the, the the I guess the creator talk about how they're learning and they're like you see this this particular player droid knew it was better to let the pass go instead of mm. receive the pass and did like and then this guy is doing interference it was it was really you know that is interesting because you could you know without thinking this all the way through but immediately what you just said. If you set something up like this and just give them the rules, right? You let it run, which is probably they may come up with some sort of strategy that nobody ever thought of. Yeah, the double you know diamond I mean? D or something like that. Yeah, like exactly. Like, inter very interesting. That'll yeah, be the yeah, next AI level AI shit. That, yep. Yeah, like Premier League teams will be buying, you know, uh, simulation all these droids and having them play all the time to come up with new ways to play. Freaking weird shit. Anyway, enough how, soccer talk. How was, well, how was how was your Premier League kickoff, Michael. Did you enjoy the weekend? I did. I was up early. I got the peacock. I bought the peacock. I set it up on the TV out here in Montauk. Um, I was ready. I was up. I woke up at five in the morning on Saturday. I was so excited. Kidding yeah. not. It was like Christmas. I was any up big, at five. Any big surprises? I thought Newcastle was really very good. <laughs> I was Newcastle kind of surprised. Looks, they look really good. I mean, they were good last year, but they had no offense. This year looks like they have offense. Yeah. Uh, that was really good um and that's who you saw right when you were when they were over here yes i saw them play brighton yep. yeah um brighton versus luton luton hung tough neil let's, let's give, you, give your team a little shout out i watched the whole game um i was very impressed that there's a dude 
one of your forwards, Neil, has been on the team since they were at in the you know the oh. league level or whatever the hell that was. He's the only guy ever to make it. That's <laughs> from awesome. That level of soccer through the Premier League, same team. He did make a fatal error at one point, though, and basically gave up a goal. But he he could play. That's awesome. Um, Forest. Forest. They hung second in. half. Yeah, the substitutions were brilliant. Um, I felt like Arsenal should have put him away in the first half. Probably scored a couple more goals, but um, hung tough. I'll take it. Although we got no points, um, they played like they, I mean, they they were in it. Road game against Arsenal to start the season. You didn't really expect the point, so they did no, have a I shot think, to get one. Right. I think Arsenal's very disappointed in that effort. Yes. You know what I mean? Like so, um, that was good. Uh, Chelsea, I thought looked surprisingly good. They got their new coach. Um, they brought in a bunch of new players. They looked, you know, they had a, they they ended in a tie. Um, they looked surprisingly good. Um, you know, I looked up uh, the, the final standings of the Premier League. I didn't realize that Man City has won like five of the last six seasons. You know, they, they won three in a row now, and it's I think it's five of the last six or four of the last yes. five, something insane. Yeah, it's uh, well, they won the tr- right, so they're going for their fourth in a row now, which is that, pretty crazy. That that is domination. You know, I wonder. It is so. It, when you look, it's very top heavy with the same teams over and over again. I wonder if there's ever. <clears throat> it, it's nice that they have the relegation thing because it gives people at the lower end yeah. something to root and for. And they have but, all these. They have all these cup opportunities. You know, to win other trophies. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if. I wonder how. Things will well, change that's what, to try to balance. And Nancy, it, you know? Nancy actually had some questions for Neil and and Christian that she she said I should have asked. And I tried to explain what I think the answer is, but um, it was you know like a team like Brighton, very successful last year. Um, they should be successful this year, but they know there's no way they're winning the league, right? And they they get really good players, and as soon as there's a value on them, they sell them, and then they use that money to get new young talent. And they just keep doing it over and over again. And they pretty much know they're like the highest they could possibly finish is maybe fourth place. Right. So like, how is that? Like, if you're a fan of them, like how do people accept that? It reminds, I mean, baseball was going in that direction before they did the luxury tax, right? It was the Yankees and whoever, Boston, right? I mean, they would just, they would outspend everybody. Baseball season's over, right? (sighs) It's been over in New York for a while. I didn't realize they're both completely just dead. And my friend Mike pointed something out great because he's a Yankee fan. He's like, at least the Mets were smart enough to know that they weren't going anywhere and they made some moves to try to get better for the future. The Yankees did shit. I got into a drunken text argument with uh, Sunil and I's obnoxious Yankee fan friend Mark the other night um, about that very, very, very thing. Yeah. When the Mets were doing that, my Mook was saying, he's like, the Yankees should be doing the same thing. I don't know why they're not. Right. Um, I mean, Den Bob has. This is the most successful baseball season Den Bob's ever had. He, yeah, he killed, killed the two Mets. teams. He killed two teams. Like by July fourth, the guy was on fire. Den Bob's on fire. The only thing that probably would be any more deadly than that would be a skunk, right, Den Bob? No, oh, it's funny you bring that up. Oh, <laughs> it's I wonder what made me think up. of that. It's, it's so funny. I almost just was going to tell a skunk story, but go ahead. <laughs> I have a problem, and I need assistance. Stinky Mets, Stinky Yankees, and a skunk. Let's go. Did you like that segue? How about that? I love it. I love it. It's amazing. It's like we're reading each other's minds. (laughs) Go ahead. So we had a similar event the other night. 
my dog has been going outside and barking like crazy. Um, so two nights ago, three nights ago, he beelines to the kitchen door, rings the bell, goes outside, and starts going nuts. So hey, man, your, your dog rang the doorbell? That's amazing. Yeah, he, How'd you he teach your dog bell. that? He has, he has a hanging bell. When he wants to go out, he rings the bell. It means he wants to go out. Really? You're not kidding oh, me. Oh, yeah. No, I swear to God. How, how else do you that. know when your dog wants to go out? Oh, I could tell. Well, we're not that intuitive. That's, we need, we need a bell. That's pretty cool. So he rings the bell, and he darts outside going nuts. So it's, it's not wintertime, so there's no snow shovel. Colleen right. goes outside with her flip-flops to see what the threat is. That's a fair weapon. Um, I follow. Um, you didn't get the firearm. I did. I did. I oh, had it. Okay. I was. I was packing. Were you? Were um, you wearing pajamas? Did you holster it? I want to I, know this. I, I holstered it. I was just wearing shorts, so you know they were elastic. So it was a little bit awkward, but you know I, I needed to be prepared to defend myself against Colleen's, uh, whatever. Colleen's been outside for ten minutes already while you were getting the gun out in the holster, right? <laughs> right. And we noticed. We noticed something kind of scurrying away. I don't know. It was moving too slow to be a squirrel. It wasn't quite a hump like a raccoon. Maybe it was a possum or whatever. But then two nights ago, the same thing happened, and Christopher let the dog out. And and I swear to God, I was going to be like, you know what? We need to walk the dog for a while. We can't just let him out anymore because there's something going on outside. So the dog is going nuts. Chris is like, uh, dude, come in the house. Come it, in the house. Like, this is after. To him. This is in the dark, right? It's in the dark. So I go downstairs. This time, I armed myself with a golf club because I was able to identify <laughs> that the, it was a small animal. Uh, I grab a golf club and I go outside as the dog runs in the house. And the dog is like, I don't know. He's he's making this stupid face, like he got punched in the face, like oh, no. his head. And I go outside, and the dog runs in the house, and I, I, it, it all happened so fast. And I, I took a breath, and I was like, oh, my God. He got sprayed. It was an overwhelming skunk scent. Yes. And I went in the house, and it was, the door had been left open, and the dog had run in the house. And, and, um, Did the dog get sprayed? Yeah, oh, he got sprayed. That's rough. So, so Colleen is like, how do we get rid of it? I think we need tomato juice. I'm like, it can't be tomato juice. That was from the Brady Bunch like 50 years <laughs> I think ago. That's, I think that's real. Well, we went online and we found out. So, so we had to now contain the dog, shut the house, and, and now we're prioritizing because the stench is in my house. It went from smelling from a, like a oh, fantastic yeah. Dude, it's dinner horrible. to smelling like shit. Yeah. Oh. So I go to the drugstore. I didn't change my clothes yet, so I still have the stench on me. I didn't realize I had the stench on me till like the smell wore off, and then like you you move into a new environment, and I'm like, oh my god, I smell like a skunk now. I had to go to CVS and buy two containers of hydrogen peroxide and some dish detergent and baking powder. I put that on the thing. I think the girl thought I was buying for a bomb. She had no idea, and I didn't explain it. <laughs> 1030. It's right before they close, and I'm getting like the scene at a breaking bad. These hydrogen, <laughs> hey, hydrogen peroxide. I'm walking, uh, I'm just walking right by Bird on the Roof right now. How about that? Is it packed? Uh, looks busy. Yeah, yeah busy weekday. The though. weird location, bougie place right next to the laundromat. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. but they kill it. They did great. I no, like it better when they had the store in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, it used to be cool. They used to have a clothing store in their lobby. Now, now it's a bar. 
a barista yep. bar. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. so we washed the dog. All my clothes had to come off. We lighting can. My house is terrorized. It's terrible. You had to light candles all night. Leave the windows <laughs> open. The fans open. It, it 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 was awful. So so here I bring to Garnation, and my we're a house divided. Where do we go from here? I have a skunk that is probably residing on or about my property. It is a nuisance animal that you can't trap. You can't trap it because how are you going to transport the trap? It's going to stink. Yeah, I can yeah, call it an exterminator, can, I guess. Yeah, you can get they, – they'll, they'll take care of uh, skunks. What about that crazy Long Island wild? Call Frankie. Guy? Frankie's on News 12 like all the time. Get Frankie. Yeah. Oh. Call Frankie? Yeah, call Frankie. So, Cameron we'll Larry's got out his there. number. Quest- he got the lizard out of his tree. Question of the week. How do you get rid of a skunk? Well, so, okay. So, tell me, this is my idea, and we're a house to wife, and I feel like it's my obligation. So, Colleen's idea, she wants to peel oranges and lemons because they are supposed to get the, the skunk to not like our property anymore because of the citrus. So huh. She wants to sell, and I said, well, number one, that sounds awful, and I don't think it's effective. Second off, all we're doing is it sending it to our neighbor's property. Like, yeah, don't worry about the neighbors. Like, that's not real. I'm not like that. I wouldn't want them to do that. I'm to sure me. he's. I'm sure he's terrorizing their houses anyway. Could be. I. Right, Gar. Gar, it's Anthony's Pancake House. Oh yes. I'm in front of it, and the other. Wow, there's a lot of people waiting. Is it John? And the other one. Oh, you're right. It is John's. John. How about that? So I was oh, close. John and Tony. Right now. I knew I it was after Anthony. It anyway. Um, I am in. What do you guys think of these pedestrian crosswalks? Are you supposed to stop? Like I just threw myself out in front of traffic, hoping that people would stop. I'm always weary that people it. are not going to stop. Yeah, it's scary. I always stop, and and you know, I do too. So I I'm so conscious of it that when I see them, I go incredibly slow. Like and wave I, them. Yeah, no, me too. I think they're dangerous though because some people think some people don't do that. Right. Right. Or like, no, some people don't do it, but some pedestrians think there's some magical force field right you know what i mean like yeah, i can't get hit in that lane yeah, yeah. like kids will just like run across like whoa like not even giving the drivers a chance yeah. it's, you gotta have the eye contact and the nod with eye the driver contact that's what i go. said I, I always look at the driver yep. give the tip of the hat and yep. i go yep dangerous sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your skunk talk but that was a live that was a live report so, as citrus I was almost is over. one option i want to stake it out and and i want to kill it with a pellet gun I, mean, I like that's, it. I that's, that's a good move. I would say pellet gun. Like, almost just got run over. Oh, what? He almost got run over. No, there was. I was distracted. It was my fault. He had the right of way. I thought there was a stop sign there, and I stepped oh out in front God. of like a white dog. <laughs> just as we're talking about it, that would have made for a yeah. really good show, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do that for the show. <laughs> so if, if we had a question of the week, if we were going to do it, and it was going to be multiple choice, we could use the citrus spread. As option one, we could do uh, – what's your guy's name from Channel 12? Frankie. Frankie, Channel 12. We could get Frankie the uh, the destroyer, the Frankie the cleaner yep. to get rid of him. Um, you could trap it, do it yourself, and I, I guess – I mean I don't even want this no. to be one of the most – Don't trap it. Don't trap that, it. It's not even an option. Yeah, you're not, not trapping it yourself. Or stake out and kill it. All and right. then with D, there's a follow-up. D? Is there an well? D is stake out and kill it. Yeah, I think C is not an option. So I, but yeah, with so we're you. just gonna have we just have A, B, C. Just right three now. three options. And then I would like C 
a new question: Is there an ethical issue with killing a skunk on your property? Well, I, I, also, is there is there a state law? Does Hochul have a law against it? I'm sure I she does. I don't know. She may not. So, I think I think the citrus thing is just cute, right? That's your uh, your tree hugger. That's not that's yeah. going to work. Frankie I, would definitely be the most effective, but from from a gar cast, Frankie is. Huh? How much is Frankie going to kill? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, kind of evaluating, he definitely would get rid of it. He'd be the most effective. But what I want is C. I want you with the with the black eye makeup, you know, yeah. blackface. You in blackface. Like, yeah, In yeah, the middle yeah. of the night with a flashlight like Bill Murray looking for the gopher trying to kill nice. the skunk. And I want footage of this. This is what I want for the show. Yes. Get a GoPro. Will, will that guarantee me a spot if I go pro my, my death? No. No, 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 of course not. But it'd be great for the show. You think we're just giving it all away? So, so is there an ethical issue with killing the skunk? So we often look to the law for our ethics guidance. It, there, um, might be, there might be an ordinance issue about killing a skunk. So there's a Smithtown law. Could be. You can't, you, can't, uh, you can't use a firearm. You know, and a pellet gun counts as a firearm. I don't know if it does. I, I no, think it if it's, I think you probably can't shoot a pet with a pellet gun, but a wild animal you might be okay with. I think you can. Frankly, I think this is the worst. I would rather have a bear. I'd rather have a grizzly no, bear threatening no, my family than this skunk. I really nope. would. Yes, absolutely. I you can't bear. You, you can't kill skunk. a bear. Right. You're not killing a bear with your little nine mil gun. I can kill a bear. Not I get a, a gun big enough. I, I, I would rather have the bear than the skunk. The skunk is ruining my whole house. It's ruining my life. It's, it terrorized my dog. It made my house smell, my clothes, the bedding, everything. You have Actually, no idea. It's, I almost need to call Randy to get him to do all my clothes. I, I think the most entertaining would be C that's not there anymore. You trying to trap it and then getting sprayed with this thing in there. Like that would be very entertaining. It would have to, I, I think if I trapped it, I would have to somehow drown it. I, I would have to. Well, like an alligator, you'd have to cover it. it. You'd have to cover it and hope that it doesn't spray. You know what? Maybe you trap it and then just shoot it in the head with the pelican. Like a fish in a, bo like a, fish in a barrel. <laughs> yep, I, am, I am passing a slow down protect wildlife sign. You know what you do? Trap it and then drop fruit in there and make it get really upset from all the smelly fruit like it did to you in your house with the smelly skunk. Yes, give it so, a taste of its own medicine. Yes. I, I have an ethical-like question for you guys, and it's a, it's a play along at home. Please go. Are you at your computers? Yes. Yes. Please go to the News 12 website. I'm assuming it'll be one of the lead stories on their webpage. It was the lead story on their Instagram this morning. I was waiting for it because I had inside information on this story yesterday, right after it happened. Top stories. Oh, is this the 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 uh, squad car? Yes. So please that, watch the video. It's awesome. I saw the video. Watch. I saw it this morning. Go ahead. Okay. So I actually knew about this yesterday afternoon because the person I was with having cocktails with um, in the Montaukett, my favorite bar in the world, um, is, let's just say, involved with the Nassau County Police Union. And he was one of the first people to get this video and get phone calls and about handling it and all this stuff. Okay, so let's just bring everybody up to speed who yep. hasn't seen it yet. People yep. from not Long Island. Right. 
I'll tell it. Okay, so we're waiting. We're waiting. I'm not watching the video, so if you could describe uh, so, the video and what News 12's headline is about it. It looks like a traffic cam uh, that is is faced on a street corner, and a vehicle. Well, they're not playing the loop right this second, but I, from my memory, I could probably the, I could try to stream it, um, share my screen. Let me see if this works. Well, that would be uh, fun. So I'll give the background. This took place in Belmore, New York, a nice town in uh, Nassau Nassau County, South Shore. A Rite Aid is in the video. I'm assuming it's like Merrick Road in Belmore. Um, Very busy area, safe area. Um, And the video has a lot. There's a lot going on. I don't know if they show how much of the pre- incident video they show. So what they show is a woman in the middle of the road with her arm raised in the air holding a firearm correct uh, and it, it's like a five second clip at this point and a a police cruiser the suv drives by and clips her knocking her to the ground and then yep. two police officers rush on scene and right. apprehend her so yeah. that is the video that is what happened the story is that she was uh, i think she actually she she fired the gun she fired it several several times yes and was pointing it at other vehicles and herself and her head yeah you can see her pointed at her head in the video yeah so the video i i did not see that i think that might have they might have cropped that by now yeah i saw the the original video uh unfuzzed um and it it was taken by a bystander yeah the video on news 12 is really just carolyn flynn talking about it so their headline on Instagram. Oh, here it is. I'm going to try to stream this. Hold on. Oh, you were t- I thought you'd been trying that for the last half hour. Our technology expert. So immediately when this came out and we were discussing yesterday, I'm like, this could go two ways. And I did say, I go, News 12 will determine how this is presented. You could present it um, some sort of like hero cop thing or wow. Uh, or you could present it as a, you know, cop gone wrong, rogue cop, cowboy, you know, can you believe they would drive a car into somebody? And News 12 headline seemed to go in that direction. And then people were outraged on Instagram. The, the comments on Instagram were unbelievable, going both ways. It was quite a read. I don't know. I, I, um, I felt. You got it? I mean, people should really be watching this show. Yeah, we're all over it. Here, here we go. Yeah, here she is. Okay, she's walking backwards. I'm Bam! watching. Cop took her right down. I'm gonna do this one more right, time. Now, she gets cause... up and runs away. So he was very, very. He skillful. hit her right like in the right hip. He didn't run her over. No, he. It was very skillful the way he used the vehicle. Yeah. And then there was another cop right there to take her right down. I thought it was ex- the way they're presenting it. I'm looking at this saying that it was expertly executed. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. That's, I didn't, you know, their Instagram thing says warning graphic content. I don't Police think it's that graphic. I think the warning yeah. is unnecessary. Police officer used vehicle to strike woman waving gun. People took that as news 12, not supporting the police officer. I think it was kind of right down the middle. They're stating exactly what happened. Well, okay, so I disagree. I don't think that they 
they they they didn't need to use the word strike. I think yeah, it was that a, was a, that was a, that was a strong word. Yep. It was a strong word because what the it was a defensive maneuver. So I, I think they could have used the word police cruiser used to apprehend perpetrator. Apprehend that would have that would have been better. It would have been a better word, and they specifically thought of it. They have a crew, and they said, "Should we use strike or apprehend?" And so, they went yeah. with strike. It's going to just be interesting to follow this, similar to the stories we followed of people defending themselves on subway cars and yep. uh, my Sikh brethren beating the crap out of a thief with a stick. Um, you know, yeah. does this woman end up getting a lawyer and suing Nassau County for being hit by a car, and then they have to terminate this cop's job? This could go. This could go really bad for this cop. Definitely. And he, unfortunately, with some of my questions to the experts that I was drinking with, that is nowhere in the police handbook or training manual is that taught to do. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm sure it might be in there and use any means necessary type yeah. of, of well, verb. I, mean, it's I don't think they would use your vehicle to run somebody over. I don't think they would go that detail. Vehicle is deadly is, force, but so she has a gun as well, which is deadly. So well, it's, in, the, in the handbook, you are allowed to step out of the car. Or sit in your car with the window open and shoot her in the head. Like right. you could, you could, she should have been the police. You know, someone's firing a gun in the middle of Merrick Road in Belmore. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people. Are, I'm, I like what the guy did. I'm just saying, you know, he would have been probably better off as a police officer of getting out of the car, telling her to drop her weapon. She didn't and firing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I like what he did. <laughs> I think he's going to come out fine because nobody was injured. Hey, he's not. Gonna. I hope. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so, so too, but he won't. <laughs> no, no, yeah. awful job, awful difficult job to have. I appreciate all that they do. Absolutely, yeah. He's he's a twenty twenty five years old. You know, he actually he's a I fantastic hope, driver. He should really think about NASCAR. He no, my that was a perfect driver, clip. Yeah. Like he, he really was. <laughs> she she had minimal injuries. I yeah, mean, no, she's got to be. She was high as a kite. Too. I was going to say she was probably I mean, her hip has to be effed up. They like said, she just got up. She was feeling no pain. They said that very, very, no, like very, very minor injuries. Amazing. Um, absolutely maybe amazing. He is, maybe he is that good. He knew there was like a soft spot on the bumper of the cruiser, and he hit her right in the right spot with no injury. Right angle. It, says, yeah, baby. it says on News 12, uh, protocol on the police department is that deadly physical force spurs deadly physical force. And that's what they'll go by, kind of what Dan Bob was saying. Yeah. If somebody yeah. has threatened deadly physical force against you or another, you have the right to use de deadly physical force. And listen, I hope, I hope it's totally fine. Yeah, I'm just bringing everyone's attention to be aware of. They chose to use their vehicle. Yep, the yep. Thirty-three-year-old woman was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The host, the officer was taken to the hospital for trauma. I bet that's hard. And I, I just. Shout out to all the police officers. Yep. Uh, it's such a thankless and difficult job. Well, it's so. not thankless here. We thank you. Garnation thank thanks you. you. Thank you, Blue. And if Dude. you guys are not busy and you want to bring your car to Denbob to take out a skunk, feel free. By the way, as I'm walking, I thought I smelled a skunk, but I realized I am passing the surf lodge, the bougie, <laughs> and it's just, it's just skunk weed. Something else someone, skunky, yeah. Yeah, someone is smoking weed. Yes. Uh, well, what a show this was. You guys were fantastic, so, as always. What? what? There were celebrations. Did celebration. you have a big anniversary, Gar? Big anniversary? Yeah. Four? Did you have a big anniversary with Braxteen? No. You sure? Did I? Like, didn't we get married, like, the same week? 
No, we got married in April. Oh. So is this you well, wanting me to wish you a happy anniversary? anniversary? I had uh, just celebrated my 25th anniversary. Oh, okay. Happy anniversary, Dan Bob. being with me. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when was, what was the date, Oscar? August 15th. Oh, I that think was yesterday. Thinking, I, think, I think you were thinking of me. It's my anniversary, and thank you so much for the reminder. Is this Sunday, <laughs> August 20th? So I, there was no way I was about to bring that up on the show, but thanks for the reminder. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Happy anniversary, honey. Uh, birthday and anniversary over there this weekend. I love it. Nine, 19 amazing years. Yeah, I got you by six, but uh, wonderful. Went by in a snap. And just, just yesterday, like you were... Just yesterday, you were torturing your son on a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how he feels about the last twenty years. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> My God. Oh Lord. When are all, all right. the children's? Wait, when are all the kids? Uh, it's that time of year. I must ask this question. Have people rented trailers? Uh, we boxing things up. When are kids going back to school here? My boys Friday. go Friday. Yeah, both of them go Friday. Uh, Nick's driving down. Anthony is flying back. Funny how Daddy it used boy. to be such a it used to be such a big deal in your lives and a discussion point. Now it's like no, old right, nothing now. <laughs> how how can I avoid having to go? As a, a lot oh, of our friends have their first kids going to college, so that's that's been wild. Yeah, to me see. too. It's been my my buddy uh, James. He came in with his son from Hawaii as the uh, as the initial strike force because he had stuff to imagine. Imagine. Sending your child away to school when you live in Hawaii and she's going to George Washington University in, in D.C. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Think about getting this stuff there. So he basically ordered a bunch of stuff, had it delivered to his sister's house in Breezy Point, New York. So he flew. He drove the stuff down yesterday. And now Isabel and her mother, Kelly, just boarded a flight this morning to fly from Hawaii to D.C. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's a difficult one. That's tough. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've gotten this down pretty good now. We don't really need to get involved. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, my conversation is, you ready? Yup. Okay. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah, I did some Costco runs for Nick because he's, you know, with him driving, he's got room in the car, so I got him like, you know, some pop, coffee pods. Of course, we buy the kids new sheets every year. It's new sheets, oh, new towels. Okay. So let's let's talk about that for a second. Why do you get it shipped here so that they have to bring it from here to yeah. there? I'm Why not, don't we question. just order it and have it shipped to their apartment? What are you talking about? I went to Costco. I agree 100%. Anthony's moving into his place for the first time. I went on Amazon. I bought towels, sheets, all delivered. Has, I bought him a new TV, all delivered to the apartment. Okay, you didn't say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For, 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 for Nick, because he's driving, we went to Costco and we bought, you know, soap, shampoo, stuff like that in bulk so that he'd have it for down there. But um, the problem with Blacksburg, I looked like you can't get BJ's or Costco. Yeah. Oh, you can get it too far away. Yeah. No, I, you can get BJ's in Blacksburg. Yes, you can. I've heard good, I've heard good things. Uh, BJ's Wholesale Club is in Roanoke, but that's too far. Yeah. So, um, you know, Anthony, I could do Costco or BJ's order and have it delivered to his house as well because it's Columbus. Dude. There's a lot of shit there. This time next year, God willing. I am going to be an absolute disaster. Total disaster. I can't wait. It is going to be <laughs> must must listen to Garcast. Yeah, wait. Yeah. I yeah. I just can't imagine what my life is going to be like one year yeah. from now. Well, it's like episode two seventy or something like that. 
So, so my oh. advice is, is you have to break it down and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to see them in six weeks for parents weekend on or about six weeks. Then I'm going to see them again six weeks later for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. And then they're home again for a month. And I talk myself through it. Um, you know, I mean, no offense. No you know offense what? Six I think, I think a daughter has got to be a little different. Yeah, definitely. I'll find Thank out you. in a couple of years. <laughs> But I will, I will be leaning on you guys for advice. Sure. Well, we'll be here for you. It is. I'm like, I'm already scared thinking about it. Yeah, you should be. Try not to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, kids, good luck with all the children going back to school. Good luck, everybody. It'd be nice. So I can't wait to actually have leftovers in my house that last longer than a day. Oh, nice. I know. My I God. eat so food much freaking bill. food. Oh, my Ridiculous. God. I say to Christopher sometimes, I'll leave and I'll come back. And I'm like, did you leave the kitchen table? At all in the last four hours because you were eating when I left and you're still eating. Amazing. Yeah, I will say boys, boys are unbelievable. Like we had Nancy's cousin is out here. They have a house out here. So we've been with them the last few days and we have the three girls and they have three boys and they came over for dinner on Saturday. I barbecued. My man, Luke, he's 13. He had two, two hamburgers, yep. a chicken cutlet. Like a kid wouldn't stop that. We ran out of food. Yep. It's unbelievable. Yep. Yep. Growing yep. boys. Maria is so mad. She's like, there's never food anymore. Like Anthony was working as the pizza delivery guy for Gino's. He almost would come home with a pie every night from, from when he worked. And he would be gone the next day by noon. Yeah. Crazy. I don't really have that problem in my house. Uh, all right. Well, that was a great show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, by the way, I started this walk in the rain. Now and now I'm, uh, I'm ending, it, ending it in the sun. Love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Go enjoy your day. Go go ride a horseback on the beach. I think I should. You should. Would it be creepy to go alone? Never. Right. No, not at all. Do it. All right. And everybody, go kill a skunk. Go kill a skunk. And until next time, be garific. Gar out. Have a great day. Oh, I will. I'm on vacation. Yes. Oh, so excited for you. Yeah. What a great trip. What a great place to be. Enjoy. So are you going to you going to Gar Island today? We're, I'm you going to Fire you, Island. Fire Island, I mean? I sorry, not Gar Island. <laughs> yeah, going to Fire Island. Enjoy. Uh, we're going down to Gandalfo's house, Randy. Mike, uh, you met him when you were here Denver. Love Randy. Randy. He's got the boat. So we're gonna drop the girls off at his house and we're gonna go down to Fire Island for a little lunch. Hey, on his boat. Fire Island? Yeah, we're gonna take the boat over. Oh, awesome. Have he's fun. in um he's in Oakdale. So quick little ride Terrific. across and we'll be there. Be careful. Could be pop up thunderstorms later. Remember what happened to Gilligan and the skipper? Are there today? I don't know. Out here there is. Yeah. Yeah, don't oh, okay. hit a sandbar and launch into a home. Story for another <laughs> show. Yeah, and don't go to that don't go to that gay area. Yeah, we'll stay away from there. Although Tommy no, Gunt go is there. going, you might want us to set, set over there. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. <laughs> I think there's anything wrong with that. Nothing In fact, I think I may head over there. That's a good idea. Bosco, are you happy that I changed my Discord emoji? It's no longer two men kissing. Yes, I appreciate that very, very much. Avatar, whatever you call it. Not yeah. <laughs> I am now the mighty, the mighty forest. Yes. All right, boys. Cheers. Catch you later.